Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPL, it's the 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet. Chevy, find new roads. With Service Chevrolet located on 1212 Ambassador Caffrey and Lafayette, go check them out and see how they can help your automotive needs. Now, if you're listening to the podcast version of this show, I regret to inform you, yes, you are missing half the show because my computer froze up when I tried to start recording the show in the first half of the show. So you missed everything on the jobs report. You missed that great call from Rob in the first segment. But it's okay. It's okay. You'll get the good stuff. You'll get that positive stuff. We've got some positive education news to talk about right now. Let's start with Louisiana because it actually feeds into the Texas story I want to talk about. Louisiana uh, is showing for the 22-23 school year a record number of high schoolers received a three or better on the advanced placement, the AP exam. 8,697 students in Louisiana have received a three or better, which they, which the Louisiana Department of Education says is 19% higher than Louisiana's pre-pandemic total of 7,305, and 41.7% of test takers earned a three or better. If you aren't aware of what the AP test is, if you get a score of three or better on the AP exam, you can earn college credit for the course that you're taking. Even though it's a high school course, you can get college credit for because an AP class is a class that is taught to you on essentially a college level. It, it, helps, it, it helps show that you're prepared for college. The class is treated differently by teachers it is taught more rigorously. There's a lot more knowledge you have to retain, a lot more skills you have to show. But if you do it and you get at least a three on the AP exam in most instances, you come away with college credit. In some cases, if you score a four or five, you get two college credits for that course, depending on the subject matter. Louisiana is, has actually been growing in many measurable ways when it comes to our education output. So while we still have an education system that is struggling compared to the rest of the country, Louisiana seems to be on the right track in starting to play catch up. And the Louisiana Department of Education under Dr. Cade Brumley has been doing a pretty stellar job of, uh, of continuing really solid policies that are building us back up to where our students need to be. Um, Credit also to uh, John White, who was the previous state superintendent of education, who I know kind of a controversial figure in a lot of circles. I really liked John White and a lot of what his focus uh, focus areas were. Um, I wish he had had more time to implement a lot of them, but uh, the, the truth of the matter is under him and now under Dr. Cade Brumley, Louisiana is moving in the right direction. There are still some more things that Louisiana can be doing and maybe should be doing in order to keep that growth going. But we've made a really solid start, and kudos to Louisiana students. Lafayette Parish, in general, has been showing some really great growth, and part of that is because we had uh, a school board in a school system that decided, you know, we're not going to shut down because of COVID. They shut down when the governor ordered everybody shut down. They opened up, they put together a plan that kept students going to school at least every other day. And it benefited 
a lot of our students. A lot of our students were able to keep learning and keep growing and keep developing in ways that other school systems simply weren't. So Louisiana Lafayette has been doing a very good job of continuing to grow. But what's the next step? What's the next step? There is a story out of Texas that I find very fascinating. The Dallas Independent School District has done something under the banner of racial equity that is really working on improving a lot of the academic performance of their students. I know when when somebody says, hey, we're going to form a, a racial equity advisory council, a lot of folks, their dander gets up, they smell DEI coming. This was actually a good idea, and here's why. They moved from an opt-in policy for honors and higher performing classes to an opt-out policy. One simple change. So here's how it works. Under the new system, if a student takes a standardized test and they perform very well in a subject area, they are automatically enrolled in the honors or AP or dual enrollment or whatever level course that is for advanced students. And if the parents don't want them to take part in that, the parents say, we're opting out of that. We want to keep them where they were, where we think they need to be right now. Under the current model, students cannot opt out without written parent permission. Here's why this is important. There is notable racial disparity in academic performance. It is measurable. A lot of it has to do with some social issues. But with the new system, students who perform well on a standardized test are automatically enrolled in advanced math, reading, science, or social studies, whatever they scored high in. What we're now seeing in this, uh, in this program, 20% of Dallas Independent School District 8th graders before this program changed were enrolled in Algebra 1. 20% of 8th graders were enrolled in Algebra 1 prior to this new opt-out policy. Today, 60% of eighth graders in the Dallas Independent School District are in Algebra 1. It's pretty significant, and you're seeing growth, especially in certain minority groups. 95% of Hispanic students passed the Algebra 1 test. 76% met grade-level proficiency. 91% of black students passed with 65% meeting grade level and 95% uh, and of English learner students passed the state exam for Algebra 1 with 74% meeting grade level. There are social issues in which race 
does play a part in holding a student back. There are some social cues, some social issues, and frankly, some social assumptions. A lot of times, society can convince a kid in a minority group that they're not really made for one of those advanced classes. And a lot of times there are teachers that will overlook those students because of classroom behavior, because of other social issues. Those kids don't get seen in the class by the teacher. And it, it may not be the kid's fault. It may just be a teacher is overburdened and doesn't notice every student. And oftentimes a student who is a lot smarter on their test scores and what they're showing up in class, showing in class is often due to the fact that the kid's bored and not challenged. So instead, what you have is the opportunity for students who test very well to jump into those advanced courses. And because they jump into those advanced courses, what you're seeing is that kids aren't opting out. They're just in those courses. They're not really jumping out of those courses. And they're able to perform better. They're able to keep up. And they're performing much higher. Now, imagine if we had a similar system here in Louisiana where you don't opt in to an advanced class. What if we had a system where, based on your test scores alone, you make it into one of those advanced classes? And you stay there and you perform very well. You can still opt out if you think you're struggling, you think you're not keeping up, and some kids do. But the more kids that qualify for those advanced courses based solely on those scores and nothing else, it seems to be having a positive impact in the Dallas Independent School District. It looks like Texas as a state will, be, will start making moves for a similar system. And you'll see a big change in the education output in Texas and what they're able to put out. In Louisiana, we desperately need something like that. In Louisiana, we're missing a lot of opportunities. Our kids either struggle and they don't really advance in the system and they get left behind by the super advanced kids who will eventually leave the state. But what if everybody in the state is starting to perform a bit higher and a bit higher and a bit higher. What if everybody, what if every school system is starting to churn out more and more well, that's uh, not, not the word I want, uh, better prepared kids? Do we have that outflow of students to universities outside the state? Because all of a sudden, Louisiana as a whole starts getting better just by the people that stay here. Our universities keep growing better because of students who stay here. And more students are attracted to these universities because their ed education output is better because the kids who are staying home and going to these universities are better prepared. You start to see the state's educational output grow that way, and that's something we really, really need. I would love to see a parish or two in Louisiana start adopting a similar system to the Dallas Independent School District because this is phenomenal news to see that level of growth among minority students as well as students as a whole.
Let's take a break. We'll be back to wrap up the show here. The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Wrapping up your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet located at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey and Lafayette. Thank you very much, Service Chevrolet, for being our 5 p.m. sponsor here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. All right, so you can also send a message through the KPL app chat. There's a lot of good football this weekend. Um, I am excited for what we're going to be able to watch. So we've got uh, oh, up in Jonesboro tomorrow, the Raging Cajuns will be playing. Uh, they'll be taking on the Arkansas State Red Wolves. That game is at 2 p.m. tomorrow. Should be an interesting one. The The Red Wolves are 4-4. Four and four. The Cajuns 5-3. and three. The Cajuns, I think, really need to start uh, building up a, a, a good bit of momentum as uh, we wind further and further into the season. Meanwhile, yes, the, the Tigers are taking on Bama. The best thing that you'll see today, probably, is if you go to uh, kpel965.com and see some of the best uh, Bama Hate Week memes that have been... Uh, put up at the website. There's one that we did not share. Uh, I submitted it, but it did not get a whole lot of love. It is a, it is a, a comic. It almost looks far sideish, but I know it's not far side. Uh, it's some comic somebody drew, but it's uh, it features a wedding man dressed up with a shirt. This is Bama across it. And the priest saying, if anyone has any reason that these two should not be wed talking about the Bama fan and his soon to be bride. And there's a sheep in the back raising their its hand. I'll let you fill in the blanks on that. That is my favorite Bama meme. Um, if you're a Bama fan, I apologize, but it is a truly hilarious comic. Uh, but college college football, uh, overall, just several great games. Um, I'm kind of interested to see Texas-Kansas State and how that one's going to work out tomorrow. Uh, A&M-Mississippi is, I think, going to be an interesting one as well. Uh, Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. I like watching Notre Dame. I've I've been a lifelong fan, so my my dad's been a fan of Notre Dame for my entire life. So I've I've grown up watching the Irish, I like watching them play. Them taking on Clemson will be an interesting one because it never really matters who is ranked what in that game. That's always a fairly good game, and even with Clemson's struggles this year, they will probably try to give a pretty good fight to the Fighting Irish. But good luck to our Cajuns. Want the Cajuns to do very well. I just need a solid roll through the rest of the season for the Cajuns. That's that's what Lafayette really needs. And when the Cajuns are at home, we all as a community need to get out there and go go fill the stadium. The Cajuns deserve that. The Cajuns deserve our support. and They deserve uh, to have their stands packed because we all in this community want to love and support our Cajuns. All right, you guys have a fantastic weekend. Football doesn't start tomorrow. It starts tonight. Of course, you've got Turlings here. You've got LCA over on our sister station, Classic Rock 105.1. All sorts of great football starting basically right now here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. You guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. 
In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, email Joe at redstate.com. The podcast, truncated though it may be, will be available on my Substack. Look up the Joe Cunningham Show on Substack. You will find the podcast episodes there. You'll find my columns there. If you go to Apple or Spotify to get your podcasts, find the Joe Cunningham Show there. Give it a rating and a review as well. The algorithm likes that. The algorithm spreads the good news of the show, which is what we want. We want to grow, right? Have a great weekend. Talk to you again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.